Welcome to the Emily Osman Show, your place to learn how to market yourself online and build a business doing the work you love on your terms. Listen in for simple, doable strategies mixed with mindset tips and candid conversations with other entrepreneurs, all designed to help you turn your ideas into reality and share your passions with the world. Now, let's get into the show. exactly do you go about preparing to leave a corporate job to transition into your own business? Is there a right time to make the move? What type of buffer should you have in place, if any? And how can you attract those first few clients and more from marketing your business online in a way that feels good to you? Well, today's guest answers these questions and more. My guest is Galinka Shadinoa, a personal stylist based in Melbourne, Australia, who helps women find their authentic personal style without the wardrobe overwhelm and excess. Galinka has been a member of my membership, the Modern Marketing Collective, for four years, and I have absolutely loved seeing Galinka's confidence and her business grow and evolve over this time. You'll find Galinka at styledbygalinka.com and on Instagram, where you can check out her excellent content at Styled by Galinka. Now, without further ado, allow me to introduce you to Galinka Shadanoa. Galinka, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And I think this is going to be just so I know it's going to be uh, such an encouraging episode and inspiring for people that are from all different phases of business, but particularly for those that are perhaps in a job that they're looking at the clock and like, I don't know if I want to be here too much longer. I would love to take the leap into my own business and to hear how you did it. And now to just some of those amazing results and wins that you're having being out in your business for only, it's about a month now that you've been full-time in your own business and what's that, what that has looked like for you and all the amazing marketing things you're doing. Anyway, lots to cover. So first of all, thank you for being here. And would you like to introduce yourself and what it is exactly that you have to offer and you do? Thanks, Emily. So my name is Galinka. I'm a personal stylist based in Melbourne, and I've been styling women for about four and a half years now, and I help women elevate their personal style without the wardrobe overwhelm and excess. So my ethos is all about wearing your wardrobe, making outfits easy, and investing in that quality and not the quantity. Yeah, so good, Galinka. Now, that's not really your background when you and what you studied originally at university, and that's where we actually first crossed paths, didn't we? Yes, yes. So I actually studied commerce and arts. So I have a background in finance and management consulting, and uh, I've been doing that for about 10 years. So this side hustle, or I had this as a side hustle, but really it sort of came about when I worked abroad for 12 months. So I had this amazing opportunity to go and work Bangkok. And I literally lived out of a suitcase for that time. So when I came back to Melbourne, I literally felt like I was in such a style rut because I was wearing the same outfits over and over again. I only had, you know, black, gray and navy in my wardrobe. And I really felt stuck in terms of my own identity as well and, Mm -hmm. and who I was in terms of how 
do I express myself? Because I always wore the same thing over and over again and just didn't know how to how to dress. I had no style. Yeah. I also read um, on your Instagram, you put um, a reintroduction to yourself the other day. I think it was yesterday that I loved. And you said in there something that I could totally relate to, and I'm sure many others too. And it's like really sad, but you mentioned how um, you stopped yourself sometimes going to events because you just didn't feel like you had anything you were happy to wear to them. Yes, yes. I felt like it really held me back. Uh, I mean, I'm sure lots of people can relate when you're invited to an event and you Mm. feel like you need to go and buy a whole new outfit because everything in your wardrobe doesn't seem to work or you just can't put outfits together or you just feel uninspired by your wardrobe. And that's how I felt all the time. Yeah. It's really interesting Mm. because I think... um, it would be easy to assume that, well, Glinky, you must have always been super stylish and known exactly how to pull an outfit together. So how did you get from that phase of your fashion journey, I guess, to where you are now able to help and um, help other people to curate their wardrobes? Well, I actually enrolled in a personal styling course because as I was going through my own personal style challenges, I wanted to find somewhere where I could learn about this skill Mm. and because I love learning, I love reading. That's where I found the Australian Style Institute and decided to do a personal styling course. And they were absolutely amazing. I learned so much. And that's when it really sparked my desire because I I could see, and I love looking back at the old photos as well of me at the course because I was literally wearing all black and it was (laughs) actually my corporate outfit as well. It's very Melbourne corporate, hey? (laughs) And um, and I just felt so inspired by the energy, by the people and how mm. style can really transform your self-image. It yeah. can make you feel more confident. It can make you take action that you would have otherwise maybe yeah. pulled back from. And you could just see the transformations mm. that these women were helping other women achieve. And I yeah. thought, wow, this is amazing. Like how amazing is it that you can do this as a job? And as a young child, I always loved shopping with my parents as well. Like I was like a thing to do on the weekend, you know, go to the shopping center. Um, So I've always loved shopping. So for me, being able to put together the passion around being able to help people And I knew that was my core value. I love helping people and being able to match that with my passion for being able to craft your own self-image and mm. your personal brand through your clothing. Yeah. And I get to go shopping all the time. <laughs> it just takes all the boxes. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's how sort of my journey started. And that's how I ended up in, in personal styling and, and doing it as a, as a side hustle for a long time. Did you? When you did that course, Galinka, did you instantly know that that was and decide, okay, yeah, I'm going to start my own business doing that? Or did you do it for pure in your own personal enjoyment? Or yeah, did you approach it like, this is what I'm going to start a business in? I'm just curious. It was actually just for personal enjoyment. Mm. Yeah. I just wanted to learn. So the whole business element of it really started when I thought, wow, I've learned all these skills. Yeah. And I can see it transforming my life. So how can I help others have that same mm. experience? And then that's yeah. actually when I joined the Modern Marketing Collective because I had no idea how to start a business. <laughs> I had no idea about Instagram, really. Um, 
And that's how my sort of journey started. Yeah, starting my own side hustle at that time. Yeah. So that was about four and a half years ago, you were saying that that I think you joined in, but also that you started it out as the side hustle. Mm -hmm. You were full-time working in corporate. Mm. Take us through that transition and Mm. what that has looked like for you in terms of now being fully out on your own. Mm-hmm. Talk through the timeline and also any, I guess, challenges that might have popped up along the way too, and and how and why and when you chose to do the transition. So when I first started out, I think it was I didn't know where to start actually, mm. and I think that's where the materials that I studied at the Modern Marketing Collective helped a lot because it mm. sort of helped me develop a bit of a plan around, well, what does starting a business actually look like? And Mm. what is my messaging? Mm. What's my ideal client? And those were sort of like the the foundations and the basics. So I started with that and, and started off doing, you know, my friends and family. So I could sort of get some practice around how to actually style people. Um, And then I started to, you know, you know, so I, I set up a website, I set up an Instagram and I started to put myself out there a bit more, but it was a little bit daunting because I think I I worked in corporate for yes. so long. That was my identity. That was who I was in a way and sort of deviating from that and exploring the creative side of me actually felt really challenging at the start. And I would never tell anyone about my, my business. Yeah. I just, I don't know why it was just. Oh, it this- totally makes sense, Glenda. Yeah. And I hear this a lot, you know. And you've got so some people say, you know, it's also a little bit of a fear of that judgment of your peers at work. Like, what are they going to think? And it's kind of almost like this secret thing that you're doing on the side, hoping that none of them see while you build it yeah. up. I think definitely, yeah. I definitely kept it hush hush for for <laughs> a while, and um, and I think the challenges was really around time management because Mm -hmm. I really had to do my business on the weekends or after work and because it was something I was passionate about it didn't really feel like work yeah but it was just balancing that element as well and I think it's also once and I could see the difference down now that I'm in it full-time versus when Mm -hmm. I was in it like the amount of the, the amount of effort that it takes in terms of all the back-end work to mm. run a business, I'm yeah. realizing, wow, I need to do all my emails, all my admin, yes. all my socials. There's a lot that goes into it. And I yeah. think once, when you're juggling both, you can't fully give to yes. your business. So um, that's that's definitely now that I'm in it full-time, I'm realizing mm. as well. But I think the, the main thing is if it's something that you love and enjoy and really want to do I encourage you to just step into it and put yourself out there it's so scary at the start but I've been so lucky that all my colleagues everyone that I've worked with in corporate like everyone that I've told they've been so supportive and so genuinely happy for me and I think that's the thing like you're holding your own self back people are going to cheer you on people are really excited and inspired yeah. to see that you've got something on the side and something different. And it's great to be able to, to share that with your colleagues at work mm-hmm. as well, that you've got a different side of you. Um, well said. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think once you break through that mental barrier, because it's all in mm-hmm. your mind, I feel, mm-hmm. 
then you can just express yourself freely. And I think that's that's where I am now, where I yeah. feel fully in my expressive creative mode, which is it's so exciting. So good to see you, Linka. Um, and we'll get to the amazing marketing that you're doing in a minute. Did you get to a point um, in terms of the number of clients that you had that made you feel comfortable to take that leap? Yeah. So when you were still in the job and then were you like, okay, I can see that this is going to be viable for me? Like what did that look like, that decision-making process? So I think in terms of planning, I made sure that I planned enough in terms of being able to sort of put some money away to say, okay, at the start, you're never going to, well, you might be if you're <laughs> fully booked out. Yeah. Um, but for me, it was really, I really wanted to concentrate on the back end of my business and get all my basics right and build up my audience. So I thought, okay, you know, now that I've decided to take the leap and a lot of it was to do with my personal circumstances as well with my parents, they, they're going through, you know, aging. I wanted to be there to help them and, and be able to, to have the time to do that as well. And I think having that sort of runway of saying, okay, I'm going to put so much money aside so I feel comfortable that I, I'll be able to still pay my bills. Mm-hmm. I'll still be able to, you know, live a certain lifestyle, yeah. but be able to work on this mm-hmm. as well and build it. So I think... I I guess coming from an accounting and finance exactly <laughs> different to me hey <laughs> yeah, I haven't gone all as in like just taken the leap um, I've definitely sort of planned out like a bit of a runway yeah. so I feel sort of comfortable just taking things slow if I need to as well that's a great great position to be in and I know um, if you're happy to share as well that you initially uh, went part time with your job yes yeah. yes yeah so. My job was really understanding with all the things that were happening in terms of some of my personal circumstances. They allowed me to go part-time, which was amazing um, for a couple of months and really just ease into that transition of going into, I guess, a new phase of my life. Yeah. 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 Which then gives you, I guess, that bit of um, stability and a little bit of that money coming in as you then build up the business, which can be super handy if I think it's if it is an option for people too. Yeah, definitely. So curious to hear, now that you're full-time in your own business, what has perhaps surprised you most or been something unexpected that you didn't see coming? Just when it when it is, okay, I'm a full-time in my own thing here. I think what surprised me the most is that I'm so excited to do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> And it doesn't go away, really. It's so, it's like, really? Is this what I do? Oh my, like, I just, yeah. Yeah. I feel so it, great. Like, so happy and grateful. It I'm does. Like, wow. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think for me, I, I didn't know whether I would go through like a lull for yeah. a period of time, but it was, it mentally, was, do you mean? Yeah. Just yeah. mentally, yeah. whether, you know, I would I'd go through a lull, but it was the complete opposite. Like, I, literally felt so inspired every day and so happy and excited. And I think that that surprised me because I I, I didn't realize that the passion and everything would just sort of come out at, at once. Um, and I think everything in terms of 
the I guess how much goes into the back end surprised yeah. me as yes. well. I didn't really anticipate that. Mm. Um, but there's just so much in terms of you know your socials, your website, um, your messaging, yeah. and of course, like going through like courses and that sort of thing to again upskill myself as yeah. well as to how to run a business, even yes. learning Canva yes. and um you know, doing regular blog posts, there's a lot that goes into it. So I've been really trying to block out my time so I can use my time more efficiently um, and don't feel swamped by all the different things I need to do. What what does that look like for you, Glinka? Do you have, um, have you found a bit of a rhythm and a structure in your week? Yes, I have now, which is good. So what I've been doing is I've been blocking out what I call, or what, um, Amy Porterfield actually calls tiger time, which I thought oh, yeah, I've heard. really good. Um, so what I've done is I've sort of blocked out the day. So I guess my first priority is to be with my family. So I've blocked yeah. out days where I can be present and be with my That's family. So good, Glinka. So that will be, you know, a, a specific day in a week. And, and it's good because then I'm present, I'm enjoying that time yes. and I'm not stressed out about all the things I have mm. to do. And then the other days I sort of block out in terms of, okay, one day is dedicated to making reels, another morning is dedicated to making blog posts, another day is dedicated to you know, an activity that I need to do. So yeah. I think that's been really helpful to have some structure because mm-hmm. I find when you're in corporate, you have that structure sort of done yes. for you way because you've got like deadlines, you've got a monthly rhythm. Mm-hmm. But when you're running your own business, it's so easy to get swamped. It in. can be so overwhelming. Yeah. Because yeah. so, there's just everything and you're like, well, wait, what am I meant to be doing at what time? <laughs> yes. And where do I start? And I think what's been so helpful for me is going back to my core pillars. So I think yeah. The core pillars that I have is, okay, I'm going to work on my marketing and my content strategy. So that's one main pillar that I'm going to focus on. And the other one is around, well, how do I sort of, um, you know, engage and grow my audience? So I think it was helpful going to um, one of the coaching sessions and I was asking you about like the email sequences because Mm. I've got all these email addresses and these... (laughs) amazing people that have downloaded my freebie, but I I just haven't engaged with them. So then that's another pillar of mine. How do I engage my audience? Mm -hmm. How do I connect with them? Um, And my last pillar is all about just getting those processes and and back right. So I've tried to sort of not focus on everything at once and just keep it to well done things. And then I feel like that's really working. Like I'm not trying to be on YouTube and TikTok. TikTok and, and yep, yep, yep. Everything at once. I've kind of said, yes. okay, Instagram's my home and and I'll play, I'll dabble with TikTok, but Instagram is, is where yes. I live. Yeah. And I think that allows you to build up that momentum, doesn't it? Because it's very easy to try all the things really and think that you have to. Um, mm. You shared with me just before we hit record what's happened to your Instagram in the last month or so. Did you want to share that? I know it's been, it's been amazing. Like I can't believe it. So um, when <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I can believe it because you're amazing. <laughs> so um, over the last weeks like my Instagram has literally doubled um, and the reels 
have had like double digit views like over I think one reel like hit 50,000 on Instagram and 50,000 on TikTok so I was like oh wow it's it was it was daunting at first but then it was daunting because I guess for so long I had like a corporate identity and now I'm stepping into my creative identity Mm. but then I thought no this is exciting this is what I've always wanted in terms of being able to share my craft and help women all around the world. So I think it's just when you fully step into it, I feel like things happen and it's then you get onto this momentum train and you get the inertia and it just, everything just seems to fall into place. Mm. Yeah, it's very exciting. It's so, so exciting. How are your clients finding you what what's going on there in terms of right you're doing your these awesome instagram reels you're creating your blog your content where are clients coming from what's that process looking like at the minute so at the minute most of my clients actually come from instagram so um instagram i feel like is my home that's where i focus on i feel like i can connect with my audience there um and i've been trying to sort of get on stories every day and talk to camera because I want to develop that connection with Mm. my audience. Mm. So I usually find that clients either DM me or they inquire through my website because I try and direct them to my website um, to make those inquiries. And yeah, it's it's been really good. Mm. And I think even I still get inquiries from repeat clients that I've done in the past or Word of mouth, which is, yeah, which is really good as well. So, yeah, a variety of places. Um, But my focus at the moment is Instagram and how I can sort of connect with more more women there. I'm curious, Glinka, how have your offers changed over the past four and a half years since you started? (laughs) That is a good question, Ellie, because... I don't think my offers were ever really clear at the start. Mm. Um, which they know, which, which is so normal. And often we're like, I'll just do anything that anyone asks and yeah. I'll just, I don't know. <laughs> but over time we can then structure them more and create them and create really great messaging around them and make it really clear for people how they're going to help them and keep it simple. So I know that you've uh, worked on yours a bit over time. Yeah, definitely. I think when I went to the retreat, that was that aha moment around my offers because I felt like my offers were never clear. Mm. Uh, They weren't articulated well on my website and even I couldn't articulate them very well. So I think it really helped when we went through like the funnel where you go through your your VIP offer and what does that Mm. look like? Mm. What does your mid-tier offer look like? And what does your entry level offer look like? So I think for me, it was just going through that process and I thought, okay, in terms of my offers, my entry level offer is the power shop because it's two Mm. hours, it's a shopping list, we get it done. It's efficient, it's focused. You know, that's that's my entry level. And my mid-tier offer is really the virtual styling package. Mm. Um, So you get... Most of the elements or a bit of the elements of the the VIP offer, but I guess it's just not done face-to-face. And the VIP offer is like the the face-to-face, you know, we do the wardrobe plans. It's the whole whole package. Mm. So I think that really helped in terms of, you know, going through that process and understanding what my offers were. So they were clear Mm. on my website. They were clear 
communications. Um, And then clear when I was talking to clients as well. This is the thing because your offers really are just so intimately entwined with your marketing. They're not separate to you, are they? Mm. Yeah, it's just get them clear and design them and create those. And then that is really so much of your marketing and how you communicate to people, how you help them. Mm. You know, it was really helpful pinning my offers to my Instagram page. Yes. Just getting clear on, okay, these are my three offers. Yes, good. You get for my offers. This is, this is, you know, what's included. Um, And, you know, I've had people DM me saying, I'd love to, to get offer three or offer one. I put it out there. I had people <laughs> coming to me. I was like, Sorry, wow, why did I not do this before? <laughs> but I guess I wasn't ready. Yeah. I wasn't ready. And I feel mm. like now I'm ready. So that's probably why it took me so long to figure yes. that out. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, all righty. Let me just see. What have I not asked you, Galinka? Let me look at my list. And while I'm looking at that, is there anything that you haven't talked about that you wanted to talk about? I think it's probably... I would probably mention, or like to say, like when I was starting off my business, I had a lot of limiting beliefs. Mm. And I think that even with style, you have some limiting beliefs on what you feel like you can and can't do. Yeah. You know, I I can't wear this outfit because I don't feel stylish enough or, you know, I can't start a business because I, I work in corporate. I can't do a side hustle. So I feel like I had a lot of limiting beliefs at the start. But now going through this journey, what I feel like I've discovered is a lot of those limiting beliefs can be changed. And it does take a while. It is a process. But once you sort of break through those limiting beliefs and show up authentically as yourself mm-hmm. and you're really clear on what you stand for, what you're about and how you can help your clients, I feel like things just fall into place. Mm-hmm. So I encourage anyone who is in corporate that wants to start a side hustle, mm-hmm. you should just go go for it. Just give it a go. It's You've got nothing to lose you know, at the end of the day, it's your creative expression. And if it ends up being something that you absolutely love and end up doing full time, like that's, that's the most amazing gift. Mm-hmm. How amazing is that? So I, I encourage everyone who, you know, maybe in finance or any corporate job to just give it a go. You never know where it can lead. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. it is such a mental game too. And I think no matter how many years we're in business, and I can speak from my own experience here, that these things still pop up and are still there for us to work through and to be like, oh, that's interesting. I thought I learned that one already. Yeah. <laughs> there it is again. All right. Time to do some more work on my mindset and recognize things that are popping up for me. And um, that's all part of it, I think, is that it's just this continuous learning and developing and relearning and mm-hmm. um, and all that type of thing. But like you said, it's pretty amazing that we're able to create businesses and do the things that we want to do and help the people we want to help. Um, I'm curious what is next as well. Business is happening and ticking along. What's kind of, have you got a big um, dream or project that that you're working on and would like to work on? I'd love to be able to create a masterclass or an Mm. online course you know, looking at all my Instagram insights, 
it's interesting when you look at all the data, I guess being a finance person, looking at all the trends (laughs) and, you know, where my audience is from. And it's so interesting to see that my audience is global and there's people all around the world that I connect with. And it would be amazing to be able to share my knowledge, to be able to help people across the globe. So I think, Mm. you know, the end state and something that I would be so grateful and it would be so amazing to achieve is an online course at mm. some point. But now my focus is just really helping yeah. women one-to-one and having that experience mm. as well, because I feel so grateful that women trust me to come into yeah. their home, come into their wardrobes. is such yeah. a personal space and personal mm. style is personal. So, you know, just being able to have that experience and help women one-to-one as well has been yeah. so amazing too mm. so yeah that's that's the end state I'd love to be able to create something that I could share globally um and yeah yeah it's exciting uh, oh my gosh and if that is let's say in a year or two years or whenever it is that you decide to do that if this if it's still something you want to do you're totally going to achieve it you just ah mm-hmm. oh, I'm so I'm so happy for you Galinka and thank you so much for coming on here to share some behind the scenes of what this has looked like for you moving from the full-time job in corporate finance to now being in the fashion space as a personal stylist. Uh, Where can everyone go to find you and follow you? So my home is on Instagram, so style by Galinka, and uh, TikTok is the same handle as well. And my website is knowyourstyle.co. Awesome. And everyone listening, just click the links uh, in the episode uh, show notes and you can head over and follow Galinka and connect with her and message her and tell her how much you loved hearing her. uh, Such positive and uplifting story and energy. So thank you so much for being here, Galinka. And I just can't wait to continue to see you do amazing things. Thank you so much, Emily. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. This has been a dream of mine to be on your podcast. So I'm so excited that I'm Thank you. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Chat soon, Glinka. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Emily Osmond Show. I would so appreciate it if you could leave a review in Apple Podcasts. Simply scroll down past all the episodes to where you find ratings and reviews. Tap write a review and be sure to include your name or business name so I can give you a shout out too. You'll find my latest resources at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. And remember, until next time, connection over perfection. You have got this and we'll speak soon.